Welcome to A Joy To Be Me, a podcast empowering women out of overwhelm, uncertainty, and breakdown to love and embrace who they are. Tune in to learn how to avoid the pitfalls of burnout and start following your ultimate bliss. It's time for the modern woman and mother to start taking her pleasure seriously and let her creativity flow and pursue her big and beautiful dreams. I'm your host, Lydia Joy. Let's have some fun. Hello, hello, everyone. It's Lydia. I'm back with a really important topic of conversation for you today. I may sound a little ranty as per usual, but it's important. So (laughs) let's dig right on in. Before I do, I just wanted to mention that I appreciate those of you who have donated to the show. Um, You know, it really has been a joy for me to do this podcast. Um, And I do have expenses and a family. So your gifts of donation are greatly appreciated. And it just helps me to continue doing the work, continue sharing. So thank you for those of you who have. Of course, they are not accepted, but... um, They are so appreciated. So there's a donate button now on the top of every podcast episode, as well as in the blog. So if you feel so inclined, I greatly appreciate that. So I live in a body that feels like it's being assaulted when encountering toxins. I don't know if you relate or not. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Um, particularly those with toxic scents. <laughs> Think about walking by, you know, the Bath and Body uh, store in a mall or something like that. You guys can uh, think about how potent that smell is. Well, maybe you can't. I don't know. I have. I can. And it's intense, right? So this is what happens for me. When I enter any new enclosed space for any length of time, particularly if I'm going to be sleeping there, my radar is always up. So I've got these thoughts and questions. Will there be toxic air fresheners? Will the bedding be covered in toxic fragrances? Will the trash can be lined with those damn scented bags? Will there be perfume scented candles somewhere in the house or those hideous plug-in scented thingamabobbers um, or maybe even incense? Um, Will the floor have been mopped with chemicals? Will there be natural soaps available for me to use or do I have to not use soap because it's toxic? Uh, will the dishwasher have used non-toxic detergents so that there are no chemicals on the dishes I used to eat from? Will there be cats living in the house um, that have long hair and have shed all over the place or litter? And if so, how long will it, will I have to be, you know, in a closed space with those things? Will they affect me? Can I open the windows or will it be warm enough to go outside? Will there be a musty space that once held water? Will that musty space be, quote, no big deal to most others, but to me, a pretty much a threat to my system? I could go on. 
I mean, I could go on. Now, <laughs> that said, if I go on, I may sound cuckoo Looney Tunes to many people or high maintenance. However, my sensitivity is real. And my radar can often be very confronting to many who don't have to deal with these things, or maybe they just wish to ignore with the, ignore them and not deal with them. And over time, I've seemingly offended people by simply expressing how I need to take different measures to avoid such things if possible and create alternatives. Now, it certainly would be easier if these things were not even made in the first place. It certainly would be easier if more of the population caught on to how many toxic products are in their homes, their businesses, and more. Um, you know, we bottom line is we've got to uh, see this for what it is because we live in a very toxic world. And the humans have made it so. <laughs> Now, maybe you or I didn't create the toxic products or situations per se, but we do choose to purchase them or use them, and we absolutely do not have to. Now, the question is, can I trust my body to not revolt if any of those things, if enough of those things are in play, let's say? The answer is yes, I can. Um, but it always poses some potential challenges that require an exit strategy and a recovery plan. Um, prevention is always on my mind and I take daily measures to support my system. So over time, these things have become less hazardous to my health. You see, somehow I have what I call the nose of a bloodhound with a sensitivity that is always dialed way up. And it takes many daily practices and extra practices and supports to ensure my system doesn't react badly to many exposures of toxins, scented in particular. Um, and it's something I've had to learn to live with and accept about myself. And I've also made many strides towards improvement because, you know, it, must, it used to be I was unaware. I was just unaware and I suffered greatly. So the awareness and the removal of these things and avoidance of these things as much as possible has made it possible for me to recover and, you know, do pretty well uh, for the most part. So the truth is, is we all deserve to live in harmonious environments, non-toxic <laughs> beautiful, um, natural environments. And the reality is we typically do not. The average household, you guys, uses dozens of products that contain toxic substances. Over time, that use adds up. It's not me being nitpicky. It's not sensitive of me or high maintenance of me to speak up about toxins. It's me taking a stand for health. What we tolerate dominates. We wonder why we're not feeling our best. We fight aging and pain and poor sleep. I hear women crying out all the time about their hormones being a wreck while they're continuing to use hormone disrupting chemicals without even being aware. And I believe we all deserve better. We all need to tighten up our standards. 
but first we need to get educated about this. <laughs> We've all been in the metaphorical pot that has had the heat turned up and up and up and up over time, and we haven't even been aware. And most won't be aware until something drastic occurs, aka the water starts to boil. And by then we'll be too sick, too burned out to have the bandwidth to make the massive changes that need to happen to liberate their body and return it to health. So there are things you can do now and they matter. They add up. They accumulate over time. Oh, it's just a little bit of poison. Yeah, but over time, what happens when you keep poisoning yourself? Come on, do the math. Don't wait to be incentivized by a health crisis. I mean, if you can if you want to. It's always about choice. But if you are on a path to take the absolute best care of yourself and the others in your life, and you care about human health, don't wait. (laughs) So my favorite site for education on this is called the Environmental Working Group. So it's ewg.org. An amazing resource, like so much education, you could spend countless hours um, there if you wanted to. Now, you don't have to, you could simply read one article a week and still learn so much as long as you apply what you're learning. So my suggestion is that you start with your body products, you know, stop putting (laughs) toxins on your body. Um, You know, like start with uh, that. And um, before you, uh, you go to um, purchase your next item that you run out of, let's say it's your, um, face cream, your face lotion or your, anything you put on your face, anything you put on your teeth in your mouth, anything you put on your skin, your hair, anything you put on your body, even the laundry detergent you use because you're going to put the clothes on your body or the bedding on your body. Start there, start with all those things, write a list. If you don't like doing lists, um, you know, that's okay, but you are going to have to replace these things at some point. So make a mental note. Next time I have to, you know, replace my toothpaste. Let me, let me take a look at it. Is it toxic or not? Can I choose something better? Um, just start. And then once you clean up all of that, then you can move to what products you use to clean things that you use to eat or drink with. Many of us are using toxic uh, things like dishwasher detergent, soap, um, you know, all these things we're using to wash our dishes with and wash, wipe our counters with, clean our stove with, and our, all of our, all the things. So, you know, take inventory. What are you using in your kitchen? What are you using on your dishes? Because you're going to put food and drink in those things. And there could be residue. May seem like a minute little thing, but it's not when you add it all up. And then once you just, it's just clean it up. It's not hard. It's so simple. 
It's worth it. Next, tackle the rest of your household, your cleaning products. And those are of all of these that I just shared the worst. They're not honestly labeled. So actually, according to the Environmental Working Group, just 7% of cleaning products are adequately disclosing their contents. So they wanted to discover or wanted to uncover what's what was in all these common household cleaners. And they spent over a year reading the labels, digging through company websites, all these technical documents. Uh, they researched ingredients and contaminants, and they made a, a really great website to inform you. So you don't have to do all that digging. It's ridiculous that we have to do it in the first place. Why the hell are these things being created for humans? This is outrageous, right? It really is. Wait till you start reading some of these things. Let yourself get a little pissed once in a while. It's okay. It helps you to make change. So look, you don't have to do all that work. It's ridiculous that we would have to in the first place. It shouldn't even exist. So let them do it for you. But you do have to educate yourself. And I'm sorry that you do. I wish you didn't, but this is the environment that's been created that we are a part of. So we have to stop trusting that our government and all these companies even care about our health. They really don't. You and I, we're the ones that have to live with the ramifications, not them. They just get your money. Fuck that. Say no. Give your money to people who do care or make your own products. Or find small business owners, local people, go to your farmer's market. Um, ask your friends who are already doing this process, like what companies are you using? And then don't just take their word for it. Look it up. Double check. All right. I know. I know. I know. I'm intense. It's all good. You guys need to hear this. This matters. Even if you don't have the sensitivities that I do to these things. I guarantee they are harming you and others, not to mention our planet. Um, Toxic dryer fumes from those fabric softeners and scented detergents are literally an assault (laughs) blowing out of a bunch of houses all at once, many, many times. And they're an assault. They're an assault to sensitive humans like me, to even the unaware humans who don't even know that this is a problem, to animals, to the environment. We've got to just stop using them. And it's really a simple switch. So we have to, you know, shine a light on this dark topic and see it for what it is. Because if we don't, we may not make a change. Once we know what it is, we see it for what it is, all we have to do is make a switch. That's it. Now, remember this question. How do you eat an elephant? (laughs) One bite at a time. So the next time you run out of any of these items before you just replace it, Look it up on Environmental Working Group's website. Once you truly see it for what it is, you'll be more apt to swap it out with something non-toxic. Unless you just like 
putting toxins on yourself. I mean, be my guest. <laughs> I hope you don't. Um, cause it does affect all of us in certain ways. So the other thing is, you know, humans don't actually need umpteen different products for single uses. Like if you look under your sink in the kitchen, how many products do you have just to clean and use, you know, just to clean your kitchen? And then how many products are under your bathroom sink just to clean your bathroom? And then do you have all those products in every bathroom of your house? So it's just so convenient for you to just be like, oh, I'm going to clean this room now. Oh, I'm going to clean this room now. You know what I mean? Like We do that, don't we? Or, you know, just take inventory. Do you really need 12 products in the bathroom to clean the bathroom or will one just do or two or maybe three? Do you see where I'm going with this? Like, and so the cool thing is, is there are many, many amazing non-toxic products that have multiple uses and you can actually save yourself a ton of money by taking inventory of all your products. In addition, you're saving your body from having to constantly figure out how to effectively detoxify these exposures every single day. All right. Well, that is the end of my little rant. So if you have any um, questions, just hit reply to this uh, and ask me. Feel free to, you know, send in comments of what you're using and what swaps you've changed or stories of how this, you know, affected your health and well-being. And, um, you know, once you made the switch, you had something recover, you know, like I, one of the big stories that I hear all the time is I stopped using toxic laundry stuff and my kid's eczema went away, you know, (laughs) it's like. We, we just don't even connect the dots half the time because it's so normalized and, um, but it's, it's really, it's really hurting us. So don't let toxic products rob you of your vitality and joy. Just stand firm in your no. And guys, that's integrity, not pickiness. It's choosing ourselves and our well-being. So let's do it. All right, guys. That is it for this episode. Until next time. Thanks for listening to A Joy To Be Me. I will see you on the next episode. Please share this episode, tell a friend, or tag me on Instagram at LydiaJoyMe. And if you like the show, rate or review. Five stars are great. On whatever platform you are listening, Google Play, iTunes, just leave a comment there. It totally helps me out. I appreciate you.